I say that you're a terrible reporter. That's what I say. Have a nice dinner. Relax. 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 Hello, hello. We're back. We are back. By popular demand. Our 11 viewers, listeners, uh, are waiting to hear from us. Uh, (laughs) Baited breath. We were just unraveling a uh, mystery of sorts related to what happened immediately following uh, the first episode being being published uh, do you want to take us through a couple couple of the details real quick yeah so basically something really really strange happened and it's a, it's a mystery that like just unraveled right before this episode and um, before our first podcast we just kind of like I don't know you might have noticed it was really stream of consciousness but we also did have like a doc that was also stream of consciousness but nevertheless had like kind of an outline of what we wanted to talk about and so after the first episode um I was thinking like oh maybe we should put one together again but the week got really busy and obviously like when you're in the house mostly every day and just listening to all this news you barely even want to do all the work that you have to do. So I was kind of procrastinating on this. But then uh, a few days ago, I went into my Google Docs first to, to get some other work I'm working on. And I noticed these new docs appeared. And it didn't, it was kind of like anonymous who it was by. And I was like, oh, my colleague here, um, my co-host... <laughs> is anonymously putting this together like he's smart he doesn't want anyone to be on to what we're talking about and I noticed like I didn't get an email notification about it and I thought that was kind of weird like I was just going to bring it up when I talked to him because I thought it was kind of random that I even stumbled upon these docs because I don't usually open my like docs in general I usually just click like a link from an email so anyway Um, one of the docs said Gates, and it has, like, a dripping needle emoji (laughs) before Gates. And then there's one named Epstein, and it has, like, a plane emoji before it. And both docs just have, like, all these links out of order, but, like, all this good information. And I was like, oh, my my co-host is, um, you know, like really really getting into it that's great like I feel like I'm slacking oh fuck um and then so today I almost wanted to like move back recording because I felt like um my head's all over the place and I didn't really get time to read these docs and then like today another one appeared that was just said 5g and again like these all had good info but it was very scattered and so right before the podcast I was just like hmm like, trying to take in this info really fast, and to be honest, I haven't fully, like, thoroughly observed it, and this is just going to be us, like, ad hocking it, like, just figuring it out, just kind of, um, talking about, like, what we do know, um, but anyway, the main, the main thread in all of these different docs was, like, they all related back to one person, and that's Gates, Gates, Gates. Um, so yeah, like, let alone, um, we're gonna push to the side the fact, well, actually, we just should talk about real quick, like, we don't know who fucking sent these, like, it wasn't my co-host, okay, it wasn't, so, and the reason why I found out is because when I pressed info on the doc, it said it was from March 14th, and, um, it is not March 14th, it is the 28th. So, um, and I never pressed request to, um, edit, so, like, then I would have found out sooner it wasn't you, but I just didn't really even look at these docs until today, so that's really, really, really creepy, because this podcast is supposed to be anonymous. 
But like we said before, maybe public is the new private, but I hope not. But anyway, I really thought it was you, and I thought you'd be really proud of how I took your all your stream of consciousness random links <laughs> and tried to make it into an outline. Well, hey, I'm proud of you. <laughs> This outline looks great, and thank you for the anonymous uh, crowdsource uh, info that has been supplied to us through means which we have not quite discerned yet. <laughs> so, uh, our, one of our 11 listeners uh, out there... Uh, you mean 11,000? Uh, <laughs> <000. laughs> <laughs> uh, across the globe. Um... Yeah, one of you guys are hooking us up, and we're not mad at it, but if anyone out there does have official info they want to disclose, hit up our podcast email, which is... Do you remember what it is? Remember what? What our, like, podcast email is. Let's see. It's I it's don't. a Yahoo one. Um... I'm pretty sure it's shocktherapypodcast at yahoo.com. That's right. Okay, yeah, and I hope that's it. But, But, yeah, please don't anonymously send me any more info on my real Gmail. I might have to start, like, auto tuning this podcast. By episode four, we're going to be in witness protection. I mean, this is escalating. Well, it's even worse. some info of the the prog- um, <laughs> prognosis might be even worse for us because if the if everything if the conspiracies we're about to talk about the grim things are actually gonna come true, then like um, people will know that we are talking out, so to say, and maybe we will be singled out. But once again, we're here for all you eleven thousand people. Truth to power fight to the death <laughs> so one, let's start one with one final thing to add is I also got a weird uh, email as well the day after we posted our first episode both of this both were, very, both were like what just came to light and the way it did was strange uh, but also I received a notification which was also very strange yeah, what was that? You got an actual email, though, right? Like, no one dropped you random spreadsheets. Yeah, it was my so. personal email account, and it was a producer and financier in California um, asking to, uh, <laughs> it was an invite, asking to join some sort of industry, creative industry, social media uh, network. Illuminati. I've never any links. I've never this person is. So, anyway... Both of us got a, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we got more than we bargained for. More than we bargained for. No, but basically we're going to be sponsored soon. Um, that's what your email indicates. And then we're also getting, like, secret insider info. Game on. Hopefully. Game on. <laughs> but, yeah, um, let's start with, like, current events. Like, what's going on today? I know you were just telling me news that I didn't even know about. Some breaking news. Yeah, so it sounds like, I don't know if you've had the chance to see any of Governor Cuomo's daily briefings. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, being in the state itself, I, I imagine, um, I have to say, those briefings are, I mean, what you would hope to get from a leader. I'm not saying I agree with mm-hmm. him 100%, but... Oh, he's taking charge taking charge um and so my understanding is less than an hour ago uh as of now less than an hour ago Cuomo and Trump got on a call and clearly we know who is the zaddy in that situation wearing the pants because Cuomo got his way to avoid avert uh a quarantine in the uh New York City metro area, so that's not going to happen. Sounds like there's going to be a strong travel advisory, but since our first episode, uh, yes, New York is now the global epicenter of Ms. Corona. So fun, and the states have, like, the highest um, amount of cases now, like, surpassing Italy and China. That's Um, right. We cleared 100,000, I think, a couple days ago, and so... 
you know, as, uh, Sky's as the limit. has wanted, we're number one, we're number one, but not the way oh, that yeah. <laughs> Exactly, but at least, I mean, we are number one at something, it's all about perspective. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's really, yeah, once that guy who emailed you, uh, shout out what Matt Greenberg, Mark Greenberg, whatever your name is. Yeah. I mean, if I need to get on a flight to LA and I don't know. Oh, bitch. Would you do that right now? Would you risk it all? Would you, like, no. Naomi it up and go on a plane right now? I will get some some sensible Naomi Klein flats and some, uh, <laughs> some Canadian eyewear. And That's a different Naomi. Combining many Naomi's <laughs> together. I gotta work on my Toronto accent, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, like, the model. <laughs> <laughs> But I like. In quarantine, in a bubble, hazmat suit. Right, rolling down. But yeah, a beautiful marriage of two Naomi's. <laughs> I love yes. it. Anyway, yeah. I like how you're gonna like risk it all, um, for the pod. Okay, so if you're hearing that, Mark slash Matt Greenberg. We need our merch hooked up, um, and we need a, a factory, mm, maybe not in the U.S. <laughs> maybe? I'm aware of a province of China that is in need of major business, no. Um, yeah, where they've turned off 5G, just kidding. Well, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's, um, that's for another story. Wait, like, to roll it back in, like, like you said, um... Governor Cuomo has really stepped up to the plate, and again, like, I also don't agree with everything he said, but, um, there's also, there's just been some really cute moments where he has, like, banter with, um, I don't know if you saw, this, like, went viral, but it was him with his brother, who's, like, a news anchor, uh, yeah, and he's just like, didn't you call mom, and all that stuff, and it was so cute, um, but yeah, his daily briefings, um, They've been really good, and they're just very informative, and again, it's like, what you'd expect from a leader, and he still seems real, but he seems, like, with it, and logical, and seems to really give a fuck about people and their rights, and so that's interesting, because of course, you know, he wouldn't want a quarantine, because it's like, we're already in weird, unprecedented territory, we're already have these orders to, like, stay inside, and people are really kind of confused, sort of, about, like, what's going on, or how serious it is, or can I leave my house for two walks a day, for one walk a day, so I don't really know exactly what would happen if a real quarantine went in New York, maybe, like, the government, you'd have to ask, like, permission to leave your house, um, every time you leave or something, but I can just see, like, that's why Cuomo fought back about, because he doesn't want that to happen, but what's interesting is, like, if you want to talk, like, real fringe conspiracy, too, it's, like, Trump, um, he, he, it's, like, he doesn't, some would say he doesn't necessarily, he's not on the side whoever's orchestrating the pandemic, like, he's not on their side, and everyone who's on that side would want to push for quarantine and lockdown because that leads to, like, New World Order objectives, you know what I mean? So it's just interesting that Trump was trying to put New York City in quarantine. Like, I don't know what pressure he was getting. Yeah, you know, I mean, it could be it could be pressure for sure, but it could be as, as petty as... You know, he changed his address to Florida because New York, you know, his hometown has really vocally turned uh, its metaphorical back to him uh, during his administration. So, I mean, who knows? It could have been mm-hmm. even just like a petty showman uh, kind of power play move. Yeah. But it, it does beg the question, though, who, you know, was it a Kushner move behind the scenes? Like, because it, it seemingly goes against his lackadaisical kind of approach, right? 
Yeah, exactly. But you bring up a good point, too, because we all know Trump is vindictive. And, like, I did hear that um, a whole reason why um, what also, like, is going on right now is for people maybe who aren't listening in the States is that... Um, there's this whole push between, like, experts and doctors, like, from the CDC, like, Fauci, who deep, who, um, Trump calls, like, called on TV, said he he was from, Fauci's from the deep state, so it's, like, the doctors and the experts like that versus Trump, kind of, because Trump wants, like, oh, he wants the economy to survive. No, he's really vindictive. He's really mad that all of his resorts and casinos have had to shut down, and he's losing money. So that's why he's pushing for more, like, okay, in two weeks, like, we'll reopen the country, blah, 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 whereas you have all these, like, doctors, experts, maybe people for the New World Order, pushing for, like, stay inside, never go out, shut everything down. So it's really interesting. Yes, and another, uh, kind of on that note, another big development, uh, inexplicably, that has arisen since our last episode was, I think, earlier this week, which may or may not have been four and a half business years ago. The way time is going <laughs> now. Uh, every day feels like a oof, season and a half. Um, but yeah, Trump uh, basically was came out strong, saying that he hopes to have all the churches packed by Easter, second week of April, which is you know, but three and a half weeks from the day that he said it, which is potentially catastrophic. Now, since then, of course, Fauci and Pence have walked that back, saying it was aspirational. He wanted to inspire folks uh, that. They conspire to have a quick turnaround, which goes against all science um, and is the exact opposite of flattening the curve. It's actually throwing gasoline on that <laughs> slippery slope part of the curve, the exponential curve. So He wants uh, to curve up the curve. He, wa- he wants to curve that curve. <laughs> Make it the curviest curve. The curviest curve you ever seen. <laughs> yeah, in the world, in the history of the world. Oh my god, yeah. Okay, let's see, like, uh, what else is going on? Another kind of update here, uh, I clued you into this, Um, I find this really fascinating, so we kind of noted in the first episode that, you know, FEMA has kind of been going radio silent, they've been brought in a Mm. bit, but I'm kind of shocked how little... Um, their role has been um, sort of broadcast out. But regardless, uh, FEMA uses the Waffle House Index. I'm kind of obsessed with this. So for those folks who are not in the U.S. listening, because we have... Or, I mean, even I didn't know, barely. (laughs) There's uh, thousands of Waffle House uh, locations around the U.S. Uh, It's like a diner, kind of an all-American, no-frills diner. Uh, it has a reputation for being open 24-7, 365, year-round. Um, now, the Waffle House Index refers to um, the uh, three different tiers. Um, basically, because Waffle House only reduces their menu or closes stores under extreme events, for instance, Hurricane Katrina, mm-hmm. for instance, the uh, tornadoes in Joplin, Missouri. Um, so basically, uh, the middle tier code is, yeah, there's just limited menu, but the, the red on the index is that Waffle Houses are closed. The chain is closed. <laughs> now, that has been a plot twist because... Again, this only happens in dire circumstances. It's been a handful of times this has happened the last couple decades. But, y'all, we're in a code red Waffle House Index right now. Mm. Waffle House, most, if not all, are shuttered uh, nationwide, which is pretty shocking. Now, again, FEMA uses this as a reference point because it is so tried and true, and uh, the chain does not employ this code red under normal circumstances that's so interesting waffle house of all things like who knew not mcdonald's or 
something, I don't know, that mm, I feel like more people, when they think of, like, American chains, think of, like, McDonald's, maybe Wendy's, Burger King. But who knew, like, Waffle House was so significant? <laughs> I know, I know. Wow. And also, yeah, like, this is unprecedented, because, like you said, the other, the only handful of times they did shut down, and a lot of times, even when they didn't, it was all because of weather, like, natural disasters, yes. not because of a pandemic or anything exactly. else. Yeah. So... so. Yeah, just another couple of quick updates before we jump in the meat of this. Feel free to jump in here, too, of course. Um, essentially, New York, it's looking like uh, Cuomo is projecting out two to three weeks from now. New York metro is going to hit uh, its its peak, if you will. Um, and then I'm over here on the West Coast, there's talk that this, this coming week, the final week of March, is when... LA will finally see its surge. LA's been kind of quiet. Mm. Um, the images around the ghost town around LA, I don't know if you've seen some of these images, pretty staggering. Very yeah. 20 days later vibes. Just um, the beach is empty. Oh, yeah. Santa Monica Boulevard. No rollerbladers, mm. no weightlifters, no stoners. Yeah. Um, no fun. <laughs> no fun. No, no life. Fun. Uh, but yeah, basically. You know, New York is in the throes, uh, and I, I think really what we're about to see in the next couple of weeks, unfortunately, is starting to get a uh, real first-hand glimpse into what northern Italy's been facing, Lombardy, that area, mm-hmm, yeah. of hospitals hitting their breaking point. Um, that hasn't happened in the States yet. It's, it's bad. We're so it's close. We're so close. We're though. very close. Yeah, running out um, of supplies, and even yes, though people are stepping up. Like, random companies right. and stuff. Like, my friend in Florida even was, like... She was, like... I mean, because I think from the outside perspective, like, it seems like New York's doing a great job. And, yes, Cuomo is stepping up, but we but we also are catching up. And we also did not do anything on time. And it's really bad here. It's also, how can we be doing the best when we have the highest number of cases? And, um... So I don't really understand that from being in here, but... Um, my, it's also hard because when federal's not cooperating, all the states are fucked, but my friend in Florida's looking in and she's like, oh my god, like, New York has it together, our governor is literally, like, not, well, they did declare an emergency, but, like, they're not doing as much as they can, and she's like, they're just asking anyone to step up and make supplies, and I'm like, well, that's what Cuomo also did, and many mayors around the country, like, like Cuomo just did this like maybe a week or two ago he was like any manufacturers out there tweet at me blah 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 so I was like it's not like New York is doing such a stellar job I think really you're I mean I think you're really seeing the same thing um almost everywhere but yeah just on different timelines because like you said LA is on a different timeline and what's Portland looking like um it's the number of cases, I think, is in the low hundreds, mm-hmm. um, you know, even though we're situated between uh, Seattle and SF. Yeah. Um, you know, there's the density is low here. Um, there's a lot of trees. Mm-hmm. And there's just not a lot of people. It's a small potatoes kind of town. So <laughs> one of the benefits of not being in a big urban, urban yeah. center. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm glad I'm not in New York City. That's for sure. Yeah, likewise feel bad for the people my friends down there but (sighs) it seems really scary and yeah it's the um I think now like some people also projected that now Chicago might be the next big hot spot yeah I saw that the first first known at least American infant um unfortunately uh passed away due to COVID-19 complications um you know one thing that we kind of mentioned in the first episode is that um you know the data um the american data reflects that um younger people are being affected more so than other countries um young americans 20s 30s 40s um, but yes, out of Chicago, which is a growing epicenter, as is, uh, I believe, New Orleans, parts of Michigan as well. Um, but yes, it is um, definitely, as you said, all these scattered, disjointed timelines. It's playing out in different places for sure. Yeah. Um, but 
air travel continues, and uh, <laughs> you know, we got a couple interesting developments. Uh, one of you know elite rich New Yorkers fleeing to Florida, and you know causing some issues there with <laughs> transmitting uh, the the virus, and also elite wealthy, uh, well-connected New Yorkers heading to their second home in parts of Rhode Island. Um, in true New England fashion, some police in uh, Rhode Island were given orders to go door to door and find these New Yorkers. Oh my God! Going to their second home, who are <gasps> I know some of them. Uh, That's so funny. Places, so yeah, L- literally know some people that you just described. That's really, really fucking crazy. Um, yeah, we'll have to, have to discuss that after. But yeah, yes, holy yes, yes, shit. Yes. That's really, really crazy. So, yeah, I mean, at least for me, it's getting a lot more real because a lot of people, like, first I was just hearing from friends, oh, someone I know is feeling a little sick or blah, 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 and then I started having some friends tell me, and now I have, like, family members who are affected, and so if you're thinking of flying or traveling, just don't because... I think where conspiracies can get dangerous or, like, if you believe too much in anything, like, put too much weight in it because the people out there who think that this whole thing is a hoax, like, that's where you're wrong because even if it's a false flag, unfortunately, real people do get hurt in the collateral. So, I do know a lot of people sick right now and, um just have common sense and just try and do like all the preventative measures you can um yeah stay the fuck home folks for sure stay the fuck home it's not worth it and even if your city seems like okay now like where like where i am is not as bad as new york city but yet still like hospitals are already getting really run down with these cases um so it's just like i imagine that's happening everywhere um and you just don't want to take a chance because they because we've had such issues with testing that we just don't know how many people have it or are carrying it and it's just not worth the risk of like meeting up with someone um if you're lonely as fuck just listen to our podcast and eventually just buy our merch it will make you feel yeah just alone more comforted um, but, but yeah, I guess like, um, just one more thing. You kind of, you mentioned this, but I forgot the exact number, but yeah, it was like kind of along the lines of what's FEMA doing, um, silently because they are making moves. It was like some news that a hundred million, um, military personnel have like just been called into action from the reserves. So that's silently been going on, too. Trump just signed that order. So, like, people are being deployed for what? Yeah, mobilizing a million boots. Well, I guess it's two million boots, but... There might be some some one-booted soldiers out there. Yeah, we don't want to discriminate them. Yeah, for sure. But damn, so that's a lot. And then we are talking a little bit about Italy, and I just know, like... I think they said 10,000 are dead there, but deaths are, like, slowing down, maybe. But, um, I just wanted to point out that I heard someone talk about that, and then they were like, oh, and the Pope's 83, he's at risk, and he has one lung! Oh, jeez. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, we, speaking of that, we, uh, one thing to mention, you know, of course, it's weeks ago that, Tom Hanks became kind of the first uh, famous person that came out to say, hey, I have this. Well, since our first episode, we have um, uh, why is his name royalty? Why is his name something Oh, um, Prince Andrew? Or wait, was it Prince Charles? Oh, Prince, Prince Charles. Prince Charles, yeah. yeah. Uh, Prince Charles has it. There's some rumors mm-hmm. going around that the Queen's health isn't great right now. And Boris, whatever. Boris Johnson, also COVID-19. Um, so we're seeing it's making its way to all global elites. Meanwhile, you mentioned Naomi, a different kind of Naomi. <laughs> Naomi Campbell and her uh, airport get-up, her hazmat suit, well, also uh, 
members of the Kremlin have come down with COVID-19, even though, uh, conveniently, zero cases have been reported in Russia up to this point. Oh, shit. Curious about that. Curious about that propaganda. <laughs> I did not but, know about that, but I yes. did see Putin in his full hazmat suit. He looks like full a beekeeper. Y'all, if you're looking for a chuckle, I highly recommend <laughs> you look for these images. We're not a visual medium here. We are all audio. Yeah, we paint pictures in your mind with words. Yeah. Like, but Trump, like, was... literally licks microphones on his podium, but Putin wears a beekeeper suit. <laughs> Big-ass beekeeper hazmat suit. Imagine a boardroom full of uh, <laughs> Russian uh, oligarchs uh, and... Uh, Kremlin minions, and then at the head of the table, you got this big ass yellow. I'm surprised he chose yellow. It's like straight up the hazmat color. Uh, but <laughs> he's, he's not in a playing. Full hazmat suit, and no one else in the room, the big ass boardroom, has a suit on. It's just Putin at the end of the table. It's you can't he's make the most important. It only matters if he survives. Right, and you know, surprisingly, Trump being a germaphobe, you know, and also having a hard-on for Putin, I would not be surprised by Monday morning, first thing, when the stock market's open, Trump supporting hazmat suit. I mean, I don't know. He's taking a note up from Putin's page, maybe. Who knows? Can he make that look work, or will the look work him? Only time. (laughs) Only time. Snaps for that. (laughs) Thank you. How my brain's working a little bit tonight. Um, But not really, as we'll see in the rest of the episode. So, basically, like, something um, I wanted to note before we kind of, like, try to do our deep dives into Gates, even though, like, I feel like I don't know the full story about him, but we have a lot of interesting info. Um, I first just wanted to say that I we were talking about this last time a little bit regarding conspiracies that um, at first, like, we didn't want to believe a lot of the things that now, like, we, we come to accept are true after seeing um, proofs and evidence. And... It's just, like, that's that cognitive dissonance or normalcy bias where, like, something challenges your ingrained beliefs. So, like, if you find yourself listening to something we say or some other, like, conspiracy or whatever you want to call them outlet says and it triggers you or gets you, like, mad, that's because it's just challenging something that's, like, ingrained in you and you have to wonder, like, why is that belief ingrained in me and you know, who put that there, what does it mean, and I mean, personally, before all this stuff I'm finding out about Gates and stuff, like, I think we've all, in the American culture, maybe in the world, I don't know, but, like, we all have ingrained in our minds that, like, Gates is a hero, that he's a genius, like, would you, wouldn't you agree that he's, like, this hero, we're told? Absolutely, I mean, we were late 80s babies, so, by the mid-late 90s, I would argue Gates kind of supplanted himself in the American imagination as a tech whiz kid, right? The internet is new. We were getting it into our classrooms, our homes, maybe. And I remember printing off a picture of Tommy Pickles from the Rugrats. I'm thinking little, <laughs> bits, little bits of paper came through the wires. Anyway, um, I swear I was actually a decently bright kid, but I, that one I kind of missed the boat on. Um, but, uh, no, agreed. Gates's, uh, you know, whole ascent with Microsoft and uh, pre.com uh, first, like, yeah, it was like Gates, Gates, Gates. <laughs> Gates, guy, Gates, Gates. Look at him, American innovation. Hottie. Internet, like, yeah, Got a fat ass. Thumbs up guy, for sure. <laughs> Thumbs up guy, and he got a fat ass, okay? Uh, and that's uh, why he rose to fame. <laughs> you don't even know what kind of chips he got going on back there. Um, <laughs> you do like edit that out. Oh, so that's why he's famous. <laughs> so if you didn't know, that's the real reason why he's in hot demand. But um, last time, I think we mentioned that. He was one of the many CEOs who, like, stepped down in record number recently. And um, he stepped down from the board um, on Microsoft and also, like, Berkshire Hathaway, um, which is somehow connected to uh, Warren Buffett, but I forget how. 
But anyway, he conveniently stepped down to work on more philanthropic um, things, and he stepped down on March 13. And then we also mentioned Event 201 um, last time, right, I think? That's right. Okay, yeah, and he was involved with that event, which simulated a pandemic like this, which they said ultimately could kill 65 million people. Um, but the in Event 20, or 201, their solution was uh, to have a vaccine that came out in months instead of going against like traditional medicine, which is like vaccines need to go through the proper trial and we don't think we can have one until at least one and a half years. Um, so just keep that in mind. Like their solution to the pandemic was a vaccine that gets pushed to you just in a few months. And it's interesting, like, um, did you see Pandemic on Netflix? I haven't seen it yet, should I? Okay, well, I haven't seen it either, but I did hear that it was released the same uh, week, or I don't know, maybe even the same day as headlines broke about um, Wuhan and Corona. And, yeah, that was also another thing where, like, the solution to the pandemic was a vaccine, and it also painted um, Gates as a hero. And there was also recently, like, I think a f just a few months ago, also on Netflix, a documentary about Gates that I did see. Um, and that also was just, like, trumping him up, playing him as a hero, and him saying, like, a pandemic is inevitable, more inevitable than, like, a meteor hitting the earth or all these other catastrophes. Um, and I think, like, you, have, you and I have also seen many clips of him, and you all can look it up, too, um, throughout the years uh, in 2010, 2015. Like, he, he gave a TED Talk, um, even, where he's all basically saying, like, you know, promoting um, depopulation. Like, that's his that's secret right. angle, wouldn't you agree? Like, that's why maybe there's something more sinister going on. Yeah, and, you know, everything's coming up Gates right now. Gates, Gates, Gates. <laughs> Gates, Gates, um, Gates. Gates, Gates, Gates. So, you know, another player here to just throw into the mix as we're talking about Gates is Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci. So yeah, the, who was called him. Deep State. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, he also kind of furrowed his brow and brought his hand over his forehead, which got all the, you know, far-right uh, echo chambers going off the walls after Trump's deep state comment. And, you know, folks are thinking that Fauci is uh, out to get out to get Trump and uh, is kind of making some moves to undermine him. But there may be some truth to that. And one thing you're going to find in this podcast is we are independent free thinkers. We do not subscribe to one political class. Nope. We look at everything, far left, far right, and we just, we don't really care about the outlet. We care about the integrity, the truth, the information people. So there actually is some truth to this, I feel, um, because it has come to light that Fauci, which, just to be clear for folks who don't know his exact role, um, he is the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease, um, who has been, you know, next to, behind uh, Trump in a lot of the recent briefings. Now, Fauci and Trump are in cahoots, big time. You can Google photos of them shaking hands as recently as this past Tuesday. Um, Wait, you mean Fauci Gates or Trump and Fauci? Uh, Fauci and Gates. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, here's the thing. We don't know how long this is going to last, right? This could go on well into 2021, right? The one thing that we do know is that what's needed to end this is a vaccine. We need a vaccine, right? This is a novel coronavirus. Humans uh, do not have immunity to it. Um, they can build it up build up a herd immunity, but that's the thing. It's so uh, contagious, and we don't have immunity. This is a new coronavirus, right? Um, so we need a vaccine. Well, enter Dr. Fauci and Bill Gates's Bromance. partnership, if you will. 
Yeah, what is going on with them? Well, they basically are co-funding this firm in Cambridge, Mass, called Moderna, starting next month, April. Uh, there's going to be going into clinical trials for a uh, potential coronavirus vaccine. Now, granted, to give Gates credit, he has his hand in many pies. He's well-respected, has a lot of sway in the medical community through his uh, philanthropic efforts, which, you know, want to give credit where credit's due. Uh, a decent amount of that is benevolent. <laughs> yeah, uh, everything's mixed. But let's not remember, let's not forget his ascent in the 90s. Um, his reputation was known as being very cutthroat. Um, and in luck. Yeah, cocky he's, asshole. He's aged, and he and his wife, Melinda, have built this very far-reaching uh, foundation that has a lot of power. Um, and the bottom line is this. I'm not hearing this phrase conflict of interest right now in any of the sources that I'm, I'm seeing, but... Fauci and Gates are both invested, uh, co-funding the (laughs) perhaps soon-to-be-rolled-out later this year uh, coronavirus vaccine. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm curious about that. You're telling me a high-ranking official director of this uh, gobbledygook multiple (laughs) uh, governmental body, the NIADE, National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease mm-hmm. is with one of the most powerful, richest men on the planet advancing, politicking, moving forward a vaccine that could make both of these men even richer. Yeah, exactly. It's You always have to follow the money. And um, it's interesting, like, Fauci's problematic for a lot of reasons, but that could be, like, a whole another episode. Um, of course, he looks, like, more sensible compared to someone like Trump, but you have to remember there's, like, little truth in each of what they're saying, little lies in each, but um, it's interesting, like, Gates is also putting... Uh, money into funding a vaccine through this like Philly based company called Inovio so he's pushing that too and then like um, he's doing stuff in Seattle right now too um, Do you, have you heard about that? I haven't heard about that no okay I don't know too much but I just know that like he is helping fund this initiative to get volunteers to um, test at home for the virus and so he's like financially supporting this initiative and they're also getting um assistance and infrastructure from amazon care which of course is like healthcare program for amazon employees in the seattle area since it's um based there right so amazon and and uh Gates are doing something there in Seattle, too. And, again, like, this all seems... That seems benevolent, right? But, like, you have to imagine, like, what data are they collecting? And everything does have, like, a dual meaning. So this seems kind of noble and harmless. But, again, like, who's profiting? Where's the information really going to? Um, How's it going to be used? And I don't want to get too much into, like vaccines here um but all I will say is that I don't think they're always benevolent um I think some are really necessary but I just want people out there who want to do their own research to look up like the Cochrane Institute and that's all I'm gonna say it's a non-biased like really respected source and just read some of their articles (laughs) on vaccines and and that's just all I'm gonna say so basically um, I, the, the thing that scares me most though about this vaccine, and I think we touched upon this last time, was like, this, I, uh, this other initiative of Gates, which is like the ID 2020 slash these like digital certificates, right? He wants everyone in the world to have them and they he wants everyone in the world to have these like RFID chips implanted through the vaccine, and that will be your digital cer- certificate, so you'll never have to have an ID or carry a wallet. Um, and you'll always, you know, people will be able... It, I think I saw some promotions for it, and it was so creepy. Like, of course they have a website, um, and I think it was a video on there. 
And it was just so eerie because it was like, you'll finally own all your data. And it's like, what? <laughs> because of this chip inside of you, whereas now your data is going away from you into all these places you don't know. Um, so that's the guys that they're doing it under right now. But yeah, this whole like ID 2020 thing. And also you have to remember it, right? Like he also gates like pushes depopulation and says his vaccines will help accomplish that. So, um, plus reproductive rights, like that the, he says it really slickly, but he says it out in the open that those two things um, if he handles them correctly, if his initiatives go to plan, they will help reduce the population. Because that's his M.O. That's how he thinks the world's going to survive. And this isn't some, you know, shittily recorded backroom uh, shenanigans you're referring to. We're talking about a TED Talk, folks. A TED yes. Talk has millions of views. I believe this is 2014, 2015. You can find it easily. I don't think Gates has done a ton of TED Talks. But yes, it is out in the open, hiding in plain sight. Yeah, exactly. And again, it's so funny. Um, I really, uh, me and my co-host will have to go through these mysterious docs a little bit more in depth because um, they gave a lot of inspo. But again, like we didn't go through them fully. And I think there's a lot of good info there and also info that um connects gates to like 5g um and um basically that that also has to do with the digital certificates like that's why you would want 5g um just so you could have like this real-time data like potentially you could like scan a person's rfid chip that would get implanted through the vaccine and then you could get, like, all this data on the person. So you need 5G network to do that. Um, so he's, like, kind of behind that, too. And I don't fully understand that. Um, but that's something interesting the documents are telling us. And then something else real quick I want to touch about, which I don't really also know a huge amount about yet, because all of this is unfolding as we speak. But also, like, um, Zuckerberg's... Uh, involvement with Gates and also Google they're also all putting millions of dollars into this like biotech initiative millions of dollars into this vaccine that's getting developed now like why is Google putting that much money into a vaccine why is Facebook and you have to think like what has Facebook already done I mean again we t we talked about what we saw in 2008, um, public is the new private, and a lot of that has happened because of Facebook, right? Absolutely. So yes. it's really funny that him and his wife are, you know, putting $25 million towards uh, this Gates Foundation, like, vaccine initiative. It's very... Absolutely, and I think it... Last I checked, there's like, what, two and a half billion, if not close to three billion people on Facebook. So basically half the world's population and certainly more than half the adults in the world for sure. Um, needless to say, their their reach uh, is, uh, is apparent. But to your point, the... Uh, Priscilla and, and Mark Zuckerberg, you know, came out yesterday publicly to commit that $25 million. But, you know... What do they have to gain? What are they? Is is this just Zuckerberg shark eyes uh, finally having a heart? I, I, mean, I really don't see that coming. And although, you know, it's easier perhaps to be suspicious of Zuck, but you know, the thing about Gates that's disarming and maybe even Fauci to some degree is that Gates, you know. It's like, oh, remember the, yeah, the 90s? He really hit it big in the 90s, and he's really aged into a, he seems like a very gentle, uh, kind of grandfatherly figure, you know, a paternal figure that that we can actually trust, you know? And, and to some degree, same with Fauci. He's a little bit shorter and seems actually pretty affable and 
uh, he's an expert, and you know these kind of paternal figures that we're in need of, right? We, we're missing yeah, authority, authority uh, figures. Yeah, authority figures. figure right now because <clears throat> our head honcho commander in chief is anything but that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what what is what he's is a crazy uncle. The crazy uncle, right? Yeah. Even though he doesn't drink, he is very much like the. Yeah, I don't fucking buy that. He breathes cocaine. I don't, I don't buy this. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting. I mean, also, I would argue that Gates has um, is straight up known for, you said competitive, All that's true, definitely. Also, just for being a condescending asshole. Like, it's funny that he gets <clears throat> painted as such a humanitarian when he, like, he openly think, he brags about his intelligence and, like, is condescending, believes he is better than other people, and I even saw that in that documentary, um, I saw with him a few months ago on Netflix, and I saw that in the way that his childhood friends and colleagues were describing him too, like, he was no, like, walk in the park, he's not fun to work with, and I, I mean, a lot of geniuses are rumored to be this way, right? But still, it makes you wonder, it's like, what's his M.O.? Like, and I'm sorry, but at this point, I just think, like, money does corrupt you. And when you've made over a certain amount, it's just like, that That just becomes your whole reason of being. And it's just like, how can I make more money? And you just want more power, too. Those go hand in hand. And so, <clears throat> you... <clears throat> Sorry, I'm, oh my god, I'm probably, wait, I shouldn't jinx myself, I was going to be like, I'm getting the Rona, <clears throat> but no, before this, ep- <laughs> before this episode, we were just laughing a lot, and I got, <clears throat> my throat got scratchy, but yeah, um, maybe the powers that be, like, don't want us to talk anymore. <laughs> well, that made me forget that train of thought, but basically, the whole point is he's just, yeah, he's not as benign as he seems, he's kind of condescending and then my whole theory is if you have like I think there's this theory about the 20 million dollar club or something once you've reached that amount of income you basically have to join the the people who really want run the world behind the scenes or else you are out dead like out of the game because they don't want to ever relinquish control right and the only way like people were getting power is through money but how can they keep, you know, control when people are becoming billionaires and things like that? Well, easy. You can't be, make that much money unless you join the agenda. And what is the agenda? It's the New World Order agenda, the UN Agenda 21 slash 2030 plan. And again, all of these are posed as sustainability, and that seems good. But it really says, like, humans are the problem. And, man, I wish I had this pulled up right now, but I don't. But I saw something that really put it beautifully. It's like, humans are actually not the problem. It's all this, like, corporate greed and colonialism. Like, humans have lived with in harmony with nature before. We don't have to depopulate. We don't have to get rid of all the people. We just have to drastically change the way we live. Um... But, I mean, that's just my two cents. But anyway, so if he really did join that agenda, it makes sense why he's pushing this vaccine and stepped down from the board to focus all his efforts on this. Um, Yeah, it's just really interesting. We should do a deep dive into Fauci soon, too. Oh, for sure. And and just to underscore a couple things you just said, um, you know... The, the power players at the top, and it's really like the point zero one percent of of the global elites. Um, once you get to that echelon, it, it really doesn't uh, become strictly about money, right? It's and it's not greed alone either. It's it's power, um, and this the influence, the range of influence that someone like Gates has is kind of unthinkable to most people, even. Uh, the optics of like, oh, like what is what is who the World's Health Organization, right? It, it seems at a distance, at an arm's reach, like oh, they're they're there to protect people, right? This is this is a 
kind of like the CDC for the average, uh, you know, uh, Joe Public, right? The World Health Organization sounds like a pretty benign, if not benevolent, uh, type of organization. But keep in mind, um, you know, Gates, uh, his foundation constitutes the one of the largest funders of WHO, which is actually a public-private entity, right? And mm. the director right now, this guy, uh, Tedros uh, Adhanom, uh, he's actually the first WHO director who's not a doctor, <laughs> not a medical doctor. Uh, you may be wondering, oh, well, what, what's his background? Well, this guy, Tedros, who's the director of WHO, public-private entity that gates foundation funds uh significantly he actually worked uh for years um on hiv with the gates foundation classic uh when he was in ethiopia um so ultimately it's there's really no part of of this pandemic um in all of the interrelated pieces where gates's footprint can't found Um, it's like six degrees of separation to get truly truly yeah we can certainly pick up Fauci on on another episode but um, again tying it back to the beginning we're talking about cognitive dissonance and confirmation bias and to a certain degree you know we're conditioned really young to kind of see what we want to see right confirm our worldview but we hope to unpack that further but even going to someone like Gates, the next time you see him, you know, challenge yourself. What's the the first kind of feeling that you have when you see him? Well, when was that implanted? Were you maybe eight years old, ten years old, maybe right. twenty years old? Um, like we were, yeah, just like from TV. Like he's great. Be right? Yeah. What associations do <laughs> you have with him? Wealth. Uh, you know, we're living in this time where you know, for some reason. Uh, Many people have this idea that people that are super wealthy, including folks who made money um, on their through their own um, ingenious efforts, like Bloomberg, like Gates, um, the Zook, that the Zook, right? Um, That they are they somehow have this. elevated morality or ethic to them because of that earning of wealth. Right. Uh, but I just truly challenge uh, your assumptions about about Gates. Uh, we're not going to leave him just in this episode, too. He's going to carry us forward because we will be talking about COVID-19 uh, going forward, and he's... How can we not? It's our life. It's our whole life right it, now. It's, it's our whole life right now. But yeah, more to come for sure on on him and his role and, and Fauci as well. Yeah, and just 5G and basically, like what we said, the agenda all behind it. Um, <clears throat> just to leave you with one more thing, uh, someone else we're going to delve into, Epstein. Gates has a big connection to him too. We'll talk about that. So it really is six degrees of separations to Gates. Ponder that. And until then, try and take it easy, try and detach, try and be curious about all of these things, but don't cling too tightly to any of them. Um, it's all kind of, it's all kind of a show. That being said, tune in to us, we'll give you the, what, the real facts, allegedly. Oh, yeah, <laughs> don't one- sue us. You know, one thing that uh, we'd like to kind of emphasize here is that we are kind of doing our own research and and chatting and texting and sending each other things throughout the week and and calling each other and stuff like that. But we're we're covering this in real time also, right? We're not like experts. We are definitely uh, (laughs) ragtagging some independent investigative journalism in the morning, late at night, throughout the interwebs. Um, But, you know, we like to also kind of provide you uh, a little bit of a what's to come, what's to come, and mm, you know, how to prepare. My here just offered a little bit on 5G, a little bit on FCN, New World Order for sure. One other thing that I want to leave you with a little bit of hmm, some little appetizer crumbs to keep on crawling to episode three with us. 
is uh, is related to the initial kind of outbreak in the Wuhan area. Uh, my co-host here actually tipped me off to this, but as it stands now, and more investigations forthcoming for sure, and more to come, just want to leave you with this, something to think about. Uh, as of now, this has been bopping around uh, WeChat, uh, about 13 and a half million Chinese cell phone numbers, uh, which, you know, of course, the uh, the state uh, MO there is uh, involves a lot of surveillance, a lot of tracking, right? And in this case, uh, the containment of the virus was actually aided, right, in part by uh, their ability to see the pinging of cell phones and interactions that folks have had with each other. Now, apparently there's about close to 14 million cell phone users uh, that have vanished that are gone. Now, the the party line right now coming out of China is that, what, 85, 90,000 people um, have uh, officially <laughs> con- um, died gone COVID-19. Well, what's going on with these 13-plus million uh, Chinese numbers, cell phone numbers, that have essentially evaporated into thin air? And it's not like here in the States, if you just, like, shut off your phone, I mean, that's already cutting you off to a lot of access, but there, that really is your access, like, you can't get by without it, you wouldn't shut it off, that has everything, all your data, um, even more than that, but yeah, we'll leave it there for now, we'll pick back off next time on Wuhan and what happened on Halloween 2019 there. All right, guys, stay safe and try and eat a lot of vitamin C. Yes, try to take do some do some lunges if you can, or <laughs> do some brisk walks around your your house. A I squat. Is really, and actually, one quick pro tip: if you do, if you can work from home, you're fortunate to work, enough to work from home. Stack a couple boxes. Yes, cardboard boxes on a table. Make yourself a little stand desk. I'm telling you, I did that earlier this week. I already feel so much better. That chronic flexion of sitting, if you can, innovative. Stand up, walk it out, folks. Take care of yourself. Drink plenty of water. And stay the fuck home. Just do it. Or don't. And pay the consequences. Okay, bye. Bye.